This is Defender Radio. Defender Radio is brought to you by the Association for the Protection of Fur-Bearing Animals. It's the week of November 16th, 2015, and this is Michael Howie welcoming you to episode 303 of Defender Radio. It's hard to describe the frustration I felt when I saw the announcement from the Ministry of Natural Resources here in Ontario. The spring bear hunt will be extended and expanded across the province. A little over two years ago, I felt a similar level of frustration as the government said they would introduce a two-year pilot project of a spring hunt, which was cancelled in 1999, to try and curb human-bear conflicts. At the time, government research indicated that it wouldn't help curb the conflict. Now, two years later, more evidence shows that not only did the hunt not help, but it will continue to not help. Everyone from the Environmental Commissioner of Ontario to wildlife protection groups to the government's own scientists have come to this conclusion. Yet years of fear-mongering and politicking continue to push the agenda. To discuss the proposal put forth by the ministry and provide context, science, and a helping of practical experience, Defender Radio was joined by Mike McIntosh of Bear With Us Sanctuary and Rehabilitation. To me, the logical place to start in any discussion about the spring bear hunt in Ontario is with the one that was cancelled in 1999. Uh, and I believe you were involved in that at the time. Could you could you explain a bit about what, what went down? I think, uh, you know, a lot of... Uh... The pro, pro bear hunt organizations blame it on politics. But I think, uh, even though politics had something to do with it, because it's the government that makes the, you know, changes the regulations, a lot of it had to do with, uh, a big awareness campaign, which, uh, resulted in the public, um, loudly, uh, you know, showing their disgust for it by calling, uh, MPP's offices and writing letters. So that's what prompted it. And a lot of that, the reason for that, uh, cancellation i believe was to do with the the ethics part of it but why why is it even being considered or why had it been considered and that's been a contentious point you know ever since spring bear hunt was first introduced in ontario i think back in the 60s or 70s i forget what it was well and there there is evidence uh that cubs will be orphaned as a result of any hunting of bears in the spring. Uh, is that something that, I mean, remains true? And clearly, I mean, you would be the man who would see this if it were true. Well, you know, anybody who says that doesn't happen would be, uh, you know, they're not, they're not saying it the way it is. But there's more to, there's more reasons not to hunt bears in the spring other than the fact that there's going to be orphan cubs. A lot of it has to do with methods or the lack of regulations around these methods. There's not enough, there's not enough assurance that the hunters are going to select the right bear. Uh, you know, they, they're all looking for the biggest trophy because really the eating the meat is not, uh, you know, not a priority for a lot of them. And, uh, but when they see a bear, they, uh, they shoot the first one they see and they don't take a, a long time to take a look at it. And there's lots of videos on YouTube of bear hunters showing their YouTube videos and you watch them. It's pretty disgusting because you know, all the things they claim they do aren't done. And there's another big problem I have with it. Since the spring bear hunt was canceled in 1999, uh, that happens to be, the, you know, the point where I was just, uh, you know, recently into the learning about bears and working with bears as bear with us. Um, there's been a huge campaign on behalf of the entire Federation of Anglers and Hunters 
to misinform the general public and hunters in general about the behavior and the danger of bears. And this includes, you know, don't take, don't go for a walk at night anymore because, you know, you're in danger of running into a bear and watch your kids at the schoolyards. All things that are totally untrue have, have no justification because bears have occasionally wandered through schoolyards since there were schoolyards and bears, even when there was a spring bear hunt. No kid has ever been hurt. And bears that get used to coming into towns like, you know, like Sudbury or North Bay or Timmins or whatever the town is, Huntsville, uh, these animals have never yet to attack anybody because they don't perceive a danger from the people. They're looking for food, bird feeders and food and garbage, but not, not people themselves. So all that misinformation has, re- you know, resulted in a bit of a hysteria and, and a unnecessary fear of bears. Just as bad, it's resulted in a hunter who's going to hunt bears in Ontario that's uneducated and misinformed, thanks to the same party. So these guys go out and hunt bears. They don't, uh, you know, there's a lot of fear factor. They think they're actually accomplishing something. And they, you know, again, you know, it results in injured bears, a high percentage of injuries, especially with bows and arrows. And it results in a higher potential of orphan cubs. And Again, shooting the wrong bear. The next point is there's really no regulations when it comes to baiting. So a hunter can, or an outfitter can bait close to towns and draw bears that wouldn't normally be in the area, into an area because of the free food source. They can be on the outskirts of a city or any town or close to a residential neighborhood. Um, and you know, the restrictions as far as how far they can bait off a road. It's ridiculous because it, it's a 10-second walk for a bear. So by baiting, we encourage a lot of bears to come into one area like it would be a dump. Instead of having two or three bears in an area, you might have 20 or more. And so there's a high density of bears when they, where they wouldn't naturally be. So if you're looking to curb um, problem bears in cities and towns, that's not the right way to do it by the lack of regulations with baiting. Let's let's skip ahead to two years ago. We 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 were looking at the late '90s when this bear hunt was canceled originally in the spring, um, and I I have heard a lot of hunters say it was Mike Harris. Uh, I, I I love him or hate him, I feel sorry for that man because he is still blamed for pretty much everything that went wrong prior to the year 2000. Um, but um, uh, two years ago. It was announced, I believe it was Bill Morrow, who is the Minister of Natural Resources under our our, uh, Liberal government, that there would be a pilot spring bear hunt project reintroduced into select communities in northern Ontario. Uh, And the reasoning was, at the time, very clearly by the government, that it would reduce conflicts. And there had been an apparent rise in conflicts, or the very least an apparent rise in the reporting of conflicts. Uh, That's, That's exactly the truth of what you just said there. The, the apparent increase. No, the, the, the rise in reporting, because they didn't uh, have reporting before. So, I mean, has this all very much, that the two years ago when they reintroduced it, even though well over half the province very clearly said at no point for any reason should there be a spring bear hunt, um, you know, what, what pushed them to make this change two years ago to reintroduce the first pilot project? Well, I guess you'd have to ask them that, but I don't know if you get to the, you know, the, an accurate story. But one thing about it, the misinformation was shared around at the, you know, courtesy of these pro hunting organizations and they knew they were telling 
you know, nothing but absolute lies, but uh, the politicians pick up on that. And the Minister of Natural Resources at the time, which wasn't Bill Morrill, um, you know, played on the public fear factor, you know, in, in the interest of uh, public safety, which doesn't hold any water. So um, the current Minister of Natural Resources is, you know, maybe a little wiser and, and trying to sell it as a possible way to reduce human bear conflicts or what a lot of people call nuisance bears. But scientific information from the government of Ontario and most many other jurisdictions in North America all come to the same conclusion. Hunting bears in the spring does not have an effect on human bear conflicts or nuisance bears. Natural food sources does. So, Mike, if I go back to uh, the early 90s, when I first got involved with working with bears, 91, 92, uh, we had some of the, the worst bear food years that we'd had in decades back then. There's no bear crops at all. Bears were roaming through towns in Muskoka, uh, North Bay, Sudbury, Timmins, doesn't matter where, bears were roaming through towns looking for food, bird feeders and food and garbage. And at that time, they were shooting about 4,000 bears every spring. Spring bear hunt was on. And it did have, it had no effect. But how quickly they forget. Now we fast forward to this past summer, which was almost as bad or may as, may have been as bad as that air I just refers, referred to. And again, bears are roaming through towns and, and getting in conflict with people because people leave the food in the garbage. And, uh, now there's no spring bear hunt, so they say, they're thinking the spring bear hunt will cure it. Well, that's, that's how ironic or you know, how, how crazy things are because, uh, they know it won't. They forget about, you know, what happened a couple of decades ago. And, uh, but any excuse they can to bring it back. And it doesn't matter for the truth or not. And mainly, I think this time, it's all to do with politics, where the cancellation of spring bear hunt was only partly to do with politics. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I certainly think one of the interesting things is in the most recent debates. Now we we're going up to date. Now, uh, 2015, they're saying we want to reintroduce it across northern Ontario, um, which realistically is a huge area, but it's several city areas in particular who will be impacted by this. Um, and they are citing the economic benefits now as one of the two reasons. So two years ago, it was only safety. Now it's kind of safety, but a lot of economics. Um, well, see, now they're, now they're getting honest. Yeah. Because there's no, you know, this year there was a lack of food source for bears, but bears were very well behaved. Nobody, you know, there was uh, no more attacks than there's been any other time. One minor scuffle. Um, matter of fact, since the spring bear hunt was canceled in 1999, there's been fewer people attacked and severely injured by bears in Ontario than there was prior to that. <laughs> now, I'm not making that as a valid point, though, because bear attacks are so very, very rare. Yeah. You can't really extrapolate any data reliably from 15 years because either way, there's just a handful of occurrences of injuries or attacks. And, uh, so, but it's just a point. Yeah, it really just goes to underscore that it's it's not some magical cure-all. Um, and I think right now, what is the most interesting part of this debate, to me, uh, and you and I and several other organizations all talk about this issue regularly, um, but one of the things I think has been the most interesting is the Environmental Commissioners of Ontario's reports on the environment came out a couple of weeks ago, and in it, she absolutely laid into the government over the spring bear hunt, saying that there is no 
you know, no scientific backing for what you're saying. There's in fact scientific evidence showing that what you're doing could make it worse. There's evidence that, or I'm sorry, she said there's no, um, there's, there's no benefit to this other than economic. And even that's questionable. There is, uh, uh, you know, clear evidence that shows, you know, diversionary feeding would be better. There's clear evidence that shows, um, uh, uh, feeding bylaws and municipal waste programs would be better. And she pointed. I don't, Mike, if I could just interrupt yep. there. Yes, uh, feeding bylaws and municipal waste uh, handling processes and bylaws to uh, go with that would be a major um, way to reduce human bear conflicts. I personally would not be a fan of diversionary feeding because uh, it, it's never reached the proportions that I've seen, at least in Ontario, where diversionary feeding would have been a, a big help. Bears are very, um, you know, they're very resourceful animals. If they don't find the food they want to find, say it's blueberries, they'll go back to eating things like vegetation, like grass and whatever, assuming they can't find, you know, tasty little tidbits in people's garbage or sunflower seeds and bird feeders. So the bylaws in towns would have a huge effect on it. And Elliot Lake's an excellent example. It's worked there. The Bear Rice Program was an excellent program. It had all the right tools and the right information and the right background. Unfortunately, it uh, was sabotaged uh, primarily, again, by Federation Anglers and Hunters because conservation is only a word they use. It's not a practice. And, again, you know, the government uh, lost their lost their resolve, and uh, they basically gutted the program to where it's uh, nothing but a, a phone number. But um, those things work. Education, like the Barry Wise Program, and bylaws to force people to do the right thing if they don't care enough to do it on their own. Well, and I, I think that's uh, that did come up in the report from the commissioner is that not only do we know these work, but the government is not doing anything to either encourage or fund or assist municipalities in creating these programs. I mean, clearly the government has gotten out of the business of trying to prevent wildlife conflict. I, th I don't think anyone's going to argue against that. The funding alone shows it. But what are municipalities meant to do? The province is not providing any direction. So they're grabbing at what's available. And in a lot of these communities are people who want to hunt bears. And they're saying, well, let me go hunt the bear. Um, and it seems to me that it's because the province is failing in their role at managing uh, uh, wildlife conflict in any way whatsoever or managing natural resources, haha, um, you know, it, it, it is sort of resulting in this now municipality saying, we need to do something. What are you going to do for us? But, Mike, it's not it's not just the province because um, municipalities are in control of what goes on within the municipality. If they have the resolve or the guts to find people who don't who refuse to put their you know, garbage out in the morning or garbage pickup rather than uh, two or three days before, the problem is not going to be solved. So the municipalities can have a huge effect on changing what goes on within the municipality. They can also pass bylaws to disallow baiting within you know, a certain boundary of the municipality. But uh, it's easier for them to jump on the misin misinformation bandwagon and uh, you know and repeat what they've heard, all the misinformation, and say, bring back to spring bear hunt. And most municipalities in North, northern Ontario have taken that path of least resistance and done exactly that. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. You're listening to Defender Radio. I am Brad Gates, owner of Gates Wildlife Control. Do you have raccoons or squirrels living in your attic? 
Did you know that the hole in your roof is letting water in? Your insulation is being ruined and they could be chewing on your electrical wiring? Protect your biggest investment. We will come to your house and provide you with a no obligation free estimate. Please visit our website at gateswildlifecontrol.com or dial 416-750-9453. Bearsmart.com is the most comprehensive resource on the web for all things bear. At Bearsmart.com, we work hard to ensure people and bears safely and respectfully coexist. Join us as we give bears a voice at Bearsmart.com. Have you ever heard a coyote sing? Did you know that coyotes are also called North America song dogs? They communicate through unique howls, yips, and barks. At Coyote Watch Canada, we're committed to fostering peaceful coexistence for communities and their wildlife neighbors by building compassionate wildlife communities one community at a time. Please visit us at coyotewatchcanada.com for more information and tips about this amazing keystone species. Millions of animals are killed for their fur each year in Canada. You can help stop the cruelty. Join the Association for the Protection of Fur-Bearing Animals today and be the voice for those who can't speak for themselves. Find out more at FurBearerDefenders.com This is Defender Radio. We're back with more from Mike McIntosh of Bear With Us Sanctuary and Rehabilitation. I do want to talk about the EBR, the Environmental Registry, that is now open, and it is until November 30th, 2015, that's the the end of this month, to uh, receive comment and feedback on the government's proposal to expand the hunt for another five years. Um, We've had, as soon as I posted about this, we had people asking the question, and it was the question that I'm pretty sure I asked and a couple of other people asked, you would have seen these questions too. Hasn't the government already decided to do this? Is the EBR a waste of time? So I'm going to ask you directly, is writing into the Environmental Registry a waste of time or is it important to get our voices on the record nonetheless? I think it's extremely important. Um, that To write into the EBR and copy that same letter to the Premier of Ontario, forget all the other copies, just go right directly to the Premier, stating why the spring bear hunt is wrong and why it shouldn't happen and calling them up on their misinformation or their proposed uh, reason, which doesn't make sense, is very important. I think a, a letter at this time, when they've already decided to do it, and, a, and a, a letter to the EBR referring to the EBR number is probably more, more, uh, more beneficial to this cause than any amount of petitions or signatures on petitions at this point. I would agree. Um, something I wanted to ask you is the, uh, the concept of, of ethics and science and how they play out in conversations. And we'll, we'll even open this up to just hunting of bears, not the spring bear hunt specifically as a political issue. But when we talk about it, if I, in my writing, say, consider how the cub feels, consider the impact emotionally to a mother bear knowing that gunshots are being fired. I'm told you have to be scientific about this. You can't be emotional. So if I turn around and say, okay, here's the science that shows what you're doing, is not going to prevent conflict, that it's going to have a negative impact on the ecosystem, and that you're likely going to cause pain and suffering. They say, well, you know, you, you need to, ha- it, it's still ethical. So every time we sort of try and talk emotion, science, or ethics, they say, well, you can't do that. It's got to be the other one. Uh, 
I believe that all three of these things have to be considered together. Is, is that how we should be looking at managing some of these conversations? Well, I think so, uh, for sure, because, um, you know, it, if we are, are humans and we, we credit ourselves with being intelligent, I don't think any other species has voted us that way as well. But humanity means conscious thought, uh, the ability to care and do the right thing. There's a big confusion. Just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right or ethical. Laws are only made when they have to be made. So just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right. So back to bears. Bears have a very strong family unit, the mother bear and her and her cubs. Um, it has to have an emotional toll on the whole family when when one of them is injured or killed. And mother bears should be with their cubs throughout the year. So one thing that's wrong with hunting bears in Ontario is that mother bears accompanied by cubs should be protected all year long, not just in the spring. And by the way, the spring hunt is going to carry through to the middle of June and, and then in the middle of July, it's going to st- start up again for the fall hunt. So the bears will have no rest. They'll be baiting and feeding of bears purposely, which is not recommended throughout from snowmelt to snowfall. And there's something wrong with that. There should be a uh, stiffer regulations regarding that. Well, and that's something I, I, I'm curious about when we talk about baiting. I mean, you, you know that we as an organization at the Fur Bears are always saying don't feed wildlife. Uh, we did a piece with uh, Sylvia Dolson out of Whistler talking about a diversionary feeding program she proposed. And in that discussion, I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone be more clear that this is not for the public. This is not something that we're doing, you know, shooting from the hip. This is something after we, like, we don't want to do it, but we're looking at possibilities. It would have to involve the province. So Anyways, it was very, very specific. Um, and then hunters are able to just go and say, okay, well, I'm going to put my bucket of gummy bears, uh, which would be cruel in a lot of ways, um, yeah. out all year. So the bears keep coming to the spot. Isn't that bad well, for the bears? Yes, it is. Now, you know, this we're talking about diversionary feeding in Whistler. The situation in Whistler is a whole lot different. And the reason for diversionary feeding in Whistler is not the same reason that we're trying to keep bears out of town in Ontario. Diversionary feeding has worked in certain jurisdictions in Alaska and sometimes in BC uh, to keep bears away from heavily or high, highly dense populations where people are, you know, all the time, like Whistler. They're trying to keep the bears out of town. So, um, you know, but in Ontario, the bigger picture is if people do the right thing, keep your food garbage put away, and don't feed birds when the grass is green, when, they, when there's bears in, you know, bears in the area, um, that'll reduce almost all the conflict issues to start with. So um, that's what needs to be done. And it's, it's going to take some legislation to encourage the people who don't give a damn to put their garbage away and not feed the birds. And a lot of people with education will voluntarily do that anyways. So that'll pretty well cover it. Uh, the spring bear hunt won't help it. And baiting bears from snowmelt to snowfall it's not good for the bears and it's not good for people because this is happening sometimes right near a human establishment or rural houses. Now, I, I did want to ask you a couple of things about bear behavior based on what we've talked about and what's going on this time of year. Um, you had mentioned that uh, the uh, the Federation of Anglers and Hunters has sort of tried to build up the myth of the big mean black bear. Um, and in my experience, I, I've come across black bears in Nova Scotia, Ontario, and in British Columbia. And every single time I've come up 
across a black bear, the big, mean, you know, hundreds of pounds animal that wants to kill me, it looks at me, recognizes me, and says, holy shit, turns and runs the other way. That's the way they really are. I'm Right now, I'm on the NOTO site, Northern Ontario Tourist Outfitters. Right on their page about the Blackburn, Ontario, it's painting a picture of a hunter in a tree stand. So, quote, he is the bear. He enters a clearing. Predatory eyes look right through you as you stand frozen. A short eternity later, he breaks his stare and ambles towards the bait. Muscles rippling, coat glistening, slick and black. You tremble as you raise your rifle. He's the biggest black bear you've ever seen. So there is nothing true about black bear behavior in that comment. But that's how they promote it. So the hunters are afraid, which results in a high wounding rate because they shoot when they shouldn't and also re- results in higher potential of orphan cubs because they don't take a look to see what they're shooting. They just shoot at the first thing they see because they really believe this kind of, you know, um, hyperbole. Yeah, and it's uh, it, it reminds me, uh, and I'm a fan of his work, uh, but in, in the time, I believe it had a little more context, but it reminds me of Jack London, although... Jack London would have worked in the fact that the bear was good and had a family. Um, but it is that, it, it is that complete hyperbole of, um, you know, it making it out to be something big and mean. Uh, but what should people do? I mean, realistically, there are a number of people in this country who will, at some point in their life, see a black bear. My experience, again, uh, was to see the black bear and be amazed by it. And while I'm trying to get my camera up for a photo, it goes... And, and I, this is like a quote from the black bears, holy shit. And it turns and runs away. So, but you know, if you come across a black bear, what should you keep in mind? What should you know about these animals? Well, what you need to know is that the bear has less interest in you than you do in it. And the chances of a bear attacking somebody is, uh, you know, less than a million to one. And, uh, there's really no need to fear. Learn about the animals. It really is. Throw away all this garbage that we get fed to us by those who like to kill them for fun and uh, appreciate it and respect it. And by respecting it, don't offer it a food source so it doesn't come around people and get killed by somebody else. Please note that Mike contacted me following this interview to make a correction. The fall hunt begins in August, not July. To learn more about Bear With Us Sanctuary and Rehabilitation, visit bearwithus.org. More information about how you can speak out against the spring bear hunt is also available at furbeardefenders.com. That's the show for this week, folks. I'd like to thank Mike for sharing his time, and I encourage you to read more about his incredible work with Ontario's black bears. Until next time, this is Michael Howie reminding you to stay informed and stay strong.